Michael S. Kelly, Jim Dwight Cree, Carl Edney and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, people press better podcast. Dunder Mifflin, people press better podcast. Dunder Mifflin, the people press better podcast. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price. With me every week is my co-host, Brian Sittler. Hey, it's me. Hey, it's you. We're back. We We are the co-host and the co-host. Yes. As opposed to other titles, which we will discuss in depth. And they're not and we're not gonna have to do anything about that. We won't have to make any changes. There's no 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 new boss coming on the show today. No metallic anything. Nope, no metallic aftertaste. No, no, no dogs loving a good crotch. None of that. You know, unfortunately. We do love our good guest this week. Oh. Back again, Josh Boltz. Hey. Hey, buddy. Glad to have you back. I too love a good crotch. (laughs) Really? Yes. I love that we learn about each other with each episode. (laughs) I um it's a compliment. I've really uh we're glad to have you back on. And another one is is that I'm really getting a kick out of this. Josh, uh, and, and you've been a very frequent guest. You're you're essentially our third co-host. Yes, yes. but you've that's also been people. prominent on important arcs of the show. Yeah, that's like, true. Last season, you were here for the Charles Minor arc. Yeah, yeah. and that's already been. I, I was just kind of looking back on that. That's already been a year ago. I saw that. I, I, I was like Facebook that. Memories. Yeah, I, I got the memory for that the other day. I was like really yeah. wild. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, and um. Something else about that arc that really was brought to front of mind uh, in rewatching Manager and Salesman, the season six episode we're talking about today, is how much they are both predicated on the idea of an outside influence coming in to challenge the status quo of Dunder Mifflin. Yes. And a well-known one at that. Oh, oh! in this case, a great guest star. Just the incomparable Kathy Bates. Doing a hell of a job doing as a he- Joe Bates. Uh, uh, Joe Bates. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe um, Bennett. Bennett. Joe Bennett, thank you. Jolene, if you will. Jolene been a cancer survivor. Yeah. Friend uh, of Nancy Pelosi. Miss Mott's Applesauce, 1966 and 68. This That is an extended cut information. Yes. <laughs> you watched Mott's. the Supercut once again? Yes, I did. Excellent. Uh, I did. Brian, where'd you watch? Peacock? I, wa- I watched Peacock. Normal uh, Normal version. Plain Jane. All right. And I watched the DVD and uh, checked out the deleted scenes, some of which are on there. Like yes. We talk about Jim when he is relegated back to salesman, oh. putting another stapler in a jello mold. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's in the deleted scenes and the supercut. Yes. But I don't think Kathy Bates as the Mott's girl was on there. Yeah. Oh. She was yeah, she There's was levels. Yeah. Levels when 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 she does her when she does her introduction, she uh yeah. She says I was Miss Mott's Applesauce, 1966, Miss Peach Cobbler, 1967. <laughs> And Miss Mott's Applesauce again in 1968. Nice. Also, personal friends with uh, Miss Nancy Pelosi. That one we got, yeah. And slept with three Three. of the same men that Truman Capote did. Which uh, I'm sure Truman had terrific taste. Oh, yeah. So those are surely good, good fellas. We get a a Capote mention later, right? When, um, or later in a a different episode, I believe, with. uh, Gabe, uh, listening to her, the uh, audio version of her autobiography, and yeah. I think she mentions Capote. Uh, you gay bastard, I think. That was <laughs> I, I think that's where the gay bastard line I, comes from. I think from. that's yeah. where Jim was able to to uh, to weave in his uh, top-notch edi- turn, editing skills. Does she turn it into Gabe, you bastard? Gay, you, gay. you gay, yeah, Gabe, you bastard. Yes, exactly. Something, something like yeah, that. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a brilliant little loop there yeah. later on. But uh, anyway, just recalled that just now which as someone who has manipulated audio for like video editing projects in recent months that is fun and it's <laughs> yeah. amazing what you can do so oh wow Especially oh absolutely yeah it's pretty neat it's yeah pretty wild. that uh, is fun but uh joe uh <laughs> joe bennett really shaking up the office oh. 
in in the flesh now. We only got a we only got a tease before with one Christian Slater. That's true. And uh, now and, we, and get on a, we get the whole uh, <laughs> and on Zoom or yes. Skype, I suppose back then. Yes, would have yes. been Skype back yeah, then. Would have been that. Let's be tech appropriate. Uh, but now she's she's here. She's she's all here. Well, and what's interesting about the not back, taking any questions. The back then idea in this episode is also uh, really highlighted in our cold open. As we were talking about the Vancouver Olympics. Oh, oh yeah. Forget now. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I mean, yes. well, you know, NBC as the home yes. of the Olympics always yes. has which, to. Which, uh, which oh, is yeah. a which is apparently it was a very soft ask mm-hmm. uh, done by the network. Uh, thank you, Office Ladies, for providing me this info. That I guess I bet I'm sure all the shows were doing something like this yeah. or some kind of tie-in, little tie-in. Anything yeah. they could do to remind viewers, oh, the Olympics are oh, coming, right? So, so they can have that follow-up question: Where will I watch? And, you and know, what, and what NBC <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and can we can we make sure it's something involving Michael Scott because he's really great. People love that Michael <laughs> Scott. Yeah, and they really love Dwight too, almost. And we were talking a little off camera about classic moments in the show and the. We'll get to the eventual tie in the coffee later, but yeah, uh, we always love to see Dwight helping Michael on the computer, and they have that like you know like when he's looking up um, in previous episodes about Gadar things yeah. like that on, sh- on sharper image. Yes, and he's and he's like, <laughs> and we get to see that apparently Michael has many affirmations in his email, yes. no confirmations unfortunately, yeah, just yet. But then, but then I love the twisted pulls where. You know, you think Michael was just trying to scam maybe a last-minute uh, thing. When she finds it, super apologetic, really just, oh, my gosh, I'm I love sorry. that, oh, that realization. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, and then I'm going to have to cancel. I can't take off work for yeah. Well, I love them echoing. I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. Wanna, like, they're yep. such numbskulls. Sir, a lot of people want to come for the Olympics. Uh-huh. Cool pla- That'd be a cool place to go see Olympics, I will say. I hear Vancouver's awesome. According to the trivia on Dunderpedia, the, the opening was actually the very next day after this episode. Probably fixed. Yeah. So that was real they tight say, timing. They, they, were, they were ramping up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Vancouver is a nice city. I went there once. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You, you've yeah. been to the great state of Canada? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes international? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was nineteen. Canada, I, I was Canada. nineteen years old, so oh, I could wow. drink legally oh, yeah. in a bar, and you that's see, why that's why we went. I was visiting my friend in college. He went to college in uh, Olympia, Washington. That's how you okay, and, and you were like, "We're making the trip up to Vancouver to we, get fit chased." We did. Nice. Mm-hmm. We nice. did. As oh, nineteen-year-old drinking adventures. Uh huh. Legally. Yeah. Yes, that, legally that means a lot. Even though my girlfriend at the time uh, was not too happy about that. No, she was like, no. Yeah, oh. you were dating a good Christian girl. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Conflict. her her dad her dad was actually a minister, but oh, wow. it, it wasn't it wasn't really because of, of that. It was just uh, she was very anti drugs and alcohol. Oh, she sounds mm. fun. And mm. uh, I was Tough very hair. well. Then she became a pro, you know, drinking and smoking pot, as a lot of those anti drug yeah. kids do. Yeah, of, yes. years later. Yeah, yeah that's uh, they've done studies. We've we've seen the results. Uh-huh. They have. They uh, have. I've done my own studies. Uh, someone else that gets results, Joe Bennett, clearly, and clearly the kind of uh, boss that thinks she just kind of comes in, sets an edict, and it's done. Yes. Because right. even from minute one with her in the office, with the oh, we got to do something about that. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and I love that because that the informality. Well, and it's such a good office fear. 
Oh, the sure. idea that a, an outside person will come in and with limited knowledge of the situation make changes. Yeah. Absolutely. And we see Jim's eye, eyebrows raise at least four times. Well, like, and, well, hmm, and yep. not only make changes, but not even be so in a sense of like, is everybody good with this? It's like coming in. This is what we're doing. Oh, this yeah. is how it's going to be done. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. the soft touch with a firm hand. Yeah. 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 Which, I sum it up. Which, and it kind of plays into this kind of like Southern strong woman that the Joe Bennett character clearly is. Yes. You know, she's a woman. She's polite, but she's going to get her way. Yeah. You know, with, with, a, with a folksy saying. She mm-hmm. will. And, you know. and Michael's mirroring that. Oh, knee <laughs> high on a June bug. <laughs> he's trying to. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he just. I, I don't know what he's going for, honestly. When he's met, when he's talking, when he first in, he first talks about Florida, which I, I'm no fan of, honestly. Yeah. Oh, so. no, no. Yeah. I've been, I, and if I never go again, it'll be too soon. I think he kind of <laughs> nailed it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> in his description. What did he? Somewhere. What did he say? A it's lawless, like a, a, a lawless, colorful, lawless <laughs> swamp. Colorful, lawless. <laughs> yeah. Swamp. yeah. Nailed it. To quote that's, Andy Bernard. That's, yeah. a, that's a smidgen truth. Yeah. That's part of it. You know, uh, just last week, the the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer came out. Yes. And sure enough, if I didn't get halfway through that and go, oh, that is Florida. Oh, did you not? (laughs) Dude, did you not see the like the TikTok comparison of like those scenes, those scenes in that trailer were taken from real TikToks of shit people they're were doing. All actual scenes from there, Florida. There's like the woman twerking on top of the car. Yeah. But, like, that's all I saw. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Life imitating art. Yeah. yeah. Just Florida the video game. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, uh and I love too um I could have sworn in Saber we talked about Florida. Yeah. So how does Michael think Tallahassee's in Texas? Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, I think he yeah, said he, 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 he thought it was he, he thought got, it was close to Texas. No, where is that? He goes Texas. We all know that. We Texas. know. He goes yeah. no, no. We know and he Texas. Already, he already he already got the orange juice too. Yeah, and he, I'm pretty sure he remember, said it was Florida orange juice. Of yeah, the, of yep. Gabe's homeland. Yeah. <laughs> so he must think that Gabe came from Florida, but Saber is headquartered in Tallahassee, Texas. Texas. Yeah. Texas. Oh yeah, two separate. Okay, okay, that. Which, you know, listen. Is there, it there idiot are, plausible? Yes. There it's are idiot many plausible. branches to Dunder Mifflin. Maybe he just thought it was that same kind of structure. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, the, 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 we only know from the man himself. Right. <laughs> but I tell you what, we're going to sell some printers. Yeah, the best damn careers, uh, <laughs> printers Korea makes. <laughs> yes. I love that too. Like, she's just pretty much like, yep, importing from halfway around the world. Don't really know much about the land. Just going to. Kind of say a blanket statement. Yeah. You know? Which, in hindsight, is it that shocking? I guess that Robert California talks her out of her job, out of her own job. Maybe. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a little. And it's a little more plausible. I don't know. There's something amazing about people who, when they encounter a certain amount of success or accomplishment, they really ride those laurels as if it's proof of genius and right. full 360. Um, um, you know, uh, ability. Yes, right. ability to do anything. Oh, yes. I do remember. I, I read about. I read about. Didn't see the deleted scenes, but there's apparently an outtake of her talking about going into a meeting, like in high heels. Yeah. Oh no, no, oh, like in her underwear. Yeah, yeah. no, it was because uh, what was the name of her auto? Take a good look. Take a good Take look. A good and th- someone asks her about it. Yeah, and she said, "I was working at Kodak." Oh, in the autobiography, right? Yeah, yeah. and she wasn't getting the respect she deserved, so she walked into the boardroom and nothing but like. 
her her high heels like, like in lace and a yeah. like matching bra set and said, "Gentlemen, if this is all you see me as, take a good look." Which even then I was like, "What?" What statement are you trying to make there? Yeah, some are, are kind you of power to, move, I because, guess. Just intimidation. Because it's like, because like, she's trying to. It seems like she's trying to make the point that all they see her as is just like yeah, a, 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 a hot woman, right. yeah. or something. But so then, she's but being then, a hot woman. Yeah, but then she doesn't do any sort of twist like that. You know, I'm better at this than all of you, or I'm going to end yeah. up being more. There's it's... no showing business acumen. Yeah. There's only, hey, look at my body. <laughs> right. Yeah, like... And I don't give a fuck. Which yeah. I, I could see the idea being like, you know, take your good look. Now get it out of your system. Can we do business now? Right. Yeah, it just kind of goes But it kind of missing the business half, you know, which I don't yeah. know. I, listen, I don't know, man. I, I, I would have been one of the idiot board members in that scene, so I can't speak to that. Like that she, I mean, did she... Do that and then be like, I, take a good look. I'm out of here and I'm starting my own. Yeah, right. You know, it. Or did I, she I guess that was kind of what's know. implied, but it Maybe, still yeah. doesn't. Yeah, it, there you go. That's because like, it was a different company, or it was, it was Kodiak. Yeah, right. She was a Kodiak. Kodiak. Right. Yeah, Kodiak. Right. So yeah. maybe that's what it was. She was just like, "I'm out." Maybe she. Maybe that was how she quit. But yeah. they didn't. Maybe maybe that's why what the scene story. was cut. Was it? It left more questions than it yeah. answered. So many questions. So many questions about about <laughs> Joe Bennett's nudity. <laughs> Hey, and her ability to overcome fear and fly fly planes. Yeah, exactly. I exactly. never had I never had fear in the first place, and still I don't mean, fly planes. That's yeah. what gets you Miss Mott's applesauce two non consecutive <laughs> years. Yeah, and Miss what was it, strawberry shortcake along the way or something? Peach cobbler. Peach cobbler. That's what it was. Yeah. Strawberry shortcake. Whatever it was. Whatever yeah. it was. I. Uh... <laughs> I uh, meanwhile, love is in the air at Dunder Mifflin. Oh, the awkwardness! Oh God, that beautiful idiot Andy. (laughs) Well, and man, the love in Kelly's eyes at the copier. (laughs) Oh yeah, he could have wooed himself a woman that day. Yeah, she's really playing it like I'm in a romantic comedy right now. Uh And I I will. Well, that's exactly what she that she (laughs) wants. This is is, is how she knows what's happening. Yeah, this is her guidebook. Yeah, and Kelly really understands herself. Like when you get the line later about that. You, how do you yeah. say you don't like me? Yeah. Don't you know it's only going to make me like you harder? It's like that. It self awareness. Thy name is Kelly. Exactly. I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, good for her. But yeah, no. The only way she can emotionally relate to the world is through the filter of rom coms, right? Yep. And rejection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And this episode no, written it, by Mindy Kaling, so obviously going to oh, have a strong yes. handle on Kelly. So yes. it's even more so for yeah, yeah. I mean that's. And it's a good angle to have because we don't we don't uh, you know always have that. And yeah, and it's a fun romantic subplot that really plays to what we know about the characters. Andy's foolishness, but trying to be smart about it. You know, yeah. he, he buys the card for Aaron, takes a lot of time and thought in that one, yeah. and then just grabs rando cards off the shelf for everybody else without any thought that some of them might be deeply, deeply romantic. What right? you're saying is he got what he deserved. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically. And then, of course, not paying the slightest heed to the fact that Aaron is not our most learned member of no. the office. No, it's it's two, it's two dum-dums 
in love. We know basically. she doesn't know. Yeah, yes. we know she doesn't know what the, the concept of the peanuts is. Yeah, yeah, she's never never read peanuts. No idea who Snoopy is. That's a nice little sneak in there of generation gap, though. I like. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Even, I'm sure a lot of millennials still don't know who the fucking peanuts are. Oh yeah, I mean, well, but the thing about anything like that that no, really had its really. heyday in previous generations is it, your knowledge is based on the ubiquity in your personal world. True. So she's not worldly in any sense, right? You know. <laughs> Even it, the even the simple ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it, it's... And we love her for it. <laughs> well, and, you know, this is an episode by from 2010, episode. and the 2000s have been marked by entertainment getting more splintered and people getting yes. more siloed in how they view it. This yeah. Is very true. So That's you've true. got the generation gap on top of the splintering of entertainment. Like, she just may not have grown up in a Peanuts house. True. You know? Yeah. I, That's uh, true. As yeah. a massive fan, I, I fear for her. Right. I, you know, I do, too. In the, in the orphanages, they may not have had such access. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Who knows if her weird, creepy uh, foster brother uh, read Peanuts or not? We're not we don't mention know. him again. Uh, let's, let's never. <laughs> let's never. <laughs> <laughs> but she does. But the thing, but she's a girl that appreciates a good bossa nova beat, and that's what I like. That's such a cute moment and at the end. Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know, dance. and and Aaron's still relatively new, but that does a good job, really con- con- continuing to cement the bond between the two of them. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't help but love her. Well, yeah, and you know, she it's it's now Michael's got you know a receptionist who. Is gonna cater to his nonsense, literally with Anson Law. Anson Law. Yeah, like Pam would, you know, placate Michael to a degree, but you know she would always, you know, pull him back reasonably. Keep him. I mean, Aaron. Motherly. uh, I mean, Aaron's like his playmate. Like, yeah, like we're gonna jump off the. Like we're gonna jump out without a parachute. Yeah. I'm coming with you. We're She's throwing scissors at anything. each other. It's on. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why, honestly, it's such a shame what happens with Andy and Aaron, because that girl is ride or die. Like, she would yeah. be at Andy's side the whole way if he would treat her with some respect. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that little cringe... God, so cringe when they run into each other and it's a traffic jam. Oh, 500 people dead on the highway. <laughs> that that, that, that kind of gets funny. Pa- great, exp- great reaction, Pam. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like just knowing how it ends up it just makes me feel like, oh, God, here we go. Which is why this season, <laughs> some of these elements are so hard to watch in retrospect because they were doing a great job setting up Andy I loved and it the first time around, honestly. Yeah. I can remember that. Yeah. Being like, oh, cool. And These then, two dorks are finding each other. Yeah. I kind of love they it. They actually fit Andy into you know, this level of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They actually found a way. I was a little, I was skeptical. Yeah. Definitely the first time around, because I was like, I thought he was going to be gone. Like, after... You know, he's like he ends up not coming back from anger management. Right. You could have lost him in anger management, but of course Ed Helms' star like how, was simply rising at right, that point. Right. Like they could have done it how they ditched D'Angelo. Yeah. Like and you know, and so because Will Ferrell just really wasn't work I mean, it wasn't working. Well, he was never know. meant to and he, be he wasn't meant to be. Yeah. True. It, that was a cameo. That could have worked long term, I think, in hindsight. But probably not. Yeah, I think now at the time Will F- Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell could probably do that now. Yes, but he was just way too in demand. Yeah. at that point in Definitely. time, he was in demand, and he was really riding high on highly absurd characters. Yes, so I feel like D'Angelo then would have been too weird for the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you couldn't have. He he would would have had to change something in the character like much yeah. more drastically now a will ferrell who's a little bit who's learned to be more reserved 
An el- yes. A more elder. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. he 100% would have had the subtlety in his acting. To Probably. Do it. So, And I say that as someone who's not a huge Will Ferrell fan. So some of the fans might be like, oh, he's always had that range. Hilton, you suck. And that's fine. Think what you want. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, please. He did pull off drama. Uh, uh, he, God, I forget the name of it. but Oh, Everything Must Go? I th- think so are you talking about the one where his he hears a book voice. yeah the book the one where like the author yeah, is writing with, yes. uh, with emma thompson yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so he pulled he actually that's a really good movie all right yeah i, I, like I haven't that seen one. it since but i really enjoyed it at the time nice. and was like wow he actually pulled off a, dr- a dramatic role i think yeah. wasn't zoe deschanel in that probably movie? i think she was Maybe. i think she was the wasn't she, she also was... in 500 days of summer Yes. Which is funny, because this episode was directed by Mark Webb, who also directed 500 Days of Summer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So a little bit of tie wow. back there's there. A, there's yeah, a circulation there you uh, uh, connection. Uh-huh. My God. You mean Zoe DeChannel, who went to Co- Coachella? or <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of my favorite Aaron moments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that one. That's with the pier- That's pyramid time. Oh, okay. That's when the, she, oh, she's marketing. She's, she's doing guerrilla marketing outside. Oh yeah, and and like as a as a millennial, that's right. When <laughs> she's, she's pretending to be a buyer. Guy. Oh god. Oh man. But in this one, it's uh yeah she's um she's being wooed and doesn't even know it, and Andy d- doesn't know how to woo anybody. Well, he doesn't. You know, he he wants he to come. On. Yeah, it's yeah. he doesn't want to be, especially oh. after everything that happened with Angela. Yeah, true. You know, he doesn't want to be vulnerable and look that's like true. an idiot if she's not interested. Yeah. But man, like the lengths that this guy will go to. I mean, there, no, Andy, it wasn't worth two hundred dollars. Yeah. There's a low key funny moment actually. I kind of never caught, and I caught it this past time. Where like, remember when I gave you all those birds for? Christmas? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, rem- yeah, I remember. Like she doesn't miss a beat. <laughs> Which and and I mean, just the kind of the blindness about like Andy. She didn't like that. Were you not paying attention? You know, she right. talked about the who's sending all these birds. They're picking at my hair. Right. You know, like, <laughs> like he doesn't talk remorsefully at all about it. He just remember yeah. when I did that. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, admittedly, the drum line at the end was great. But what about the birds? The Thirty-five <laughs> fucking birds yeah. she sent this woman. <laughs> and that's what led him to do the Woodstock and Snoopy card. Like, yep. yeah, damn. <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah, and uh, and he's just lucky he didn't send it to Meredith, right? Yeah. Oh God, the, his reaction yeah. to Meredith describing what would happen is so visceral. It's such a great moment. <laughs> Andy, there's just a lot of emotion in that two minutes of TV between Kelly and her <laughs> rom com and Meredith getting all hot and bothered and Andy <laughs> disgusted. You know, it's it is a, a sea of emotions. Yes, very much. Uh, all culminating in yours professionally, Nard Dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you've got Jim uh, Jim struggling to, uh, at first, thinking maybe he wants to keep the manager job, but then learning how much money he can make as a salesman uh, and trying to step down from the manager job. And Michael just getting in his way every <laughs> step of the way. I love I love when Pam finds out about it. She goes she goes walking into the uh, goes walking into Jim's office and she starts closing all the blinds. Yeah. And Jim goes, what are you doing? She goes, I want to make out. <laughs> and, and you hear you hear Creed see it, and he's kind of he's kind of bumping in, and then Jim kind of leans he kind of leans back when Pam gets close to him. He goes, "No, not really. <laughs> I want to tell you about that." And then you know she lets him know about the. That's uh, great. That's oh a man, super I, wanna, scene. I need to watch that. But yeah, that Jim for a second was like, "Okay." Yeah. I'm glad that he's down to make out. Good for Jim. <laughs> he's like, "Well, I hadn't thought of that, but 
I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it cuts in the regular episode. It cuts right to them talking, and she's like, "You could make much more money as a salesman." Right, you know? mm-hmm. and, right, and, and it's and it's all they're behind doors, right? When they're like the camera. Are yes. the camera people inside or they're, no, outside? they're outside? Yeah, yeah. it's closed yeah. door. Except for Creed, apparently he's off camera. Yeah, because he's or... staring because he thought they said they were <laughs> going to make out. Which, and you know, you know, he'd like to see uh, Pam with her shirt off. So you know, he Creed's always had an interest. You know, well, you know, he, he was feeling confident after Joe Bennett had called him and Meredith a couple. What did he? What did she oh, say? A couple, a couple of, of heartbreakers yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he just comes with a creepy smile. Just <laughs> like, oh, he's still got it. I love the scene in the conference room when uh, she talks to them and then she just leaves and they've all got their hands raised. Yeah. And yes, yeah. Kind of looking around all confused. You yes. Know? Uh-huh. Which the, I realized they incorporated in a later opener or in like the op- in the opening song. Oh, the shot like, of them hands. It's going kind up. of like right at the very end, and yeah. they're all just kind of. Or maybe it's no. Is it not that? They're just doing montage shots, and that's just one of them. And she Cree going like, oh, yeah, okay. nice. And I was I always wondered like, wait, what? When was that from? <laughs> there you go. But I, I do because like... she just totally like, like. And that's another great example, like we talked about, of her being that kind of boss that isn't here to listen and, and analyze. She has her opinions already. She's sharing them, and she's moving yeah, on. It's, she is. There's and not negotiation dro- with her. And she's dropping her autobiography with a manual. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was not, a smart move. Not Manuel. But I, I liked that's when... That's a great bit. <laughs> Michael, who's Manuel? Yeah. Oh. He's talking to Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. It's such a great example of Michael just being racist in the weirdest times. You yeah. Know? Just acting. Oh, oh, my friend of Latin American descent said the word manual. Surely he does not mean the book that is a guide to our office. No. He means this person I've never heard of before that somehow has intimate knowledge of the inner workings of our job. <laughs> yup, exactly. And Did I mention the man has an active uh, imagination? Oh, yes. Wow, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, he says it himself <laughs> at some point. I also liked when uh, initially when they didn't know about the that you could make more money being a salesman first. Oh, yeah, by the way. Michael just keeps saying, manager. finding things to say, manager. And it goes yes, to Jim yes, first <laughs> saying, like, I think if he thinks he says manager enough, it'll get it'll get Joe to pick him. And it goes straight to Michael's talking head. So I've been finding yeah. however many ways I can fit manager into. It's Jim's talking head is saying, what an idiot. <laughs> and then it cuts immediately to Michael going, I had this great <laughs> yes, idea. This is my flash of brilliance. <laughs> you know? That works so much better. I wish they could have kept that. Was that in yours as well? Or it wasn't super- in the regular cut on the DVD, yeah. but I remember that from the Netflix version. Okay. So the Netflix version had that Jim talking head in there. Oh, okay. So weird. I remember that. <laughs> But yeah, sure enough, on the DVD, I didn't see it, but in the deleted scenes, there it was. Did it? uh, Did it have the other talking head from Jim? Where after he finds out you can make more money, he goes, he does the. uh, I'm not in it for money. Yeah, Yeah, this job, I very much am, and the women. Quite frankly, <laughs> quite frankly, the women. That's such a great bit too, because it's such a good acknowledgement of the history of the show. Yes. And that's one yeah. thing that they do really well in these later seasons is occasionally harken back to the early season and be like, "You remember that? Yeah, remember that happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And they can do it, and it's expe- and it's effective. Yeah, and yeah. it's it doesn't feel too it doesn't feel too um, winky at you or or like. 
<laughs> like it's not taken away from the story, basically, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. it can be a little winky because it's a damn confessional. Yeah, it's supposed it's, to be it, the one spot where they can be like, "Hey, yeah. you guys have been along with us on this journey the whole way." You know, yeah, they can do that in a confessional. <laughs> they can still do it even in season six. Still playing to the strengths of the mockumentary format. Which yes, is great. It's good to see. And right? I do love yep, yep. you know, and this is just how clueless Michael is that when Jim realizes that and comes into his office. And, you know, Michael thinks that Jim's going to try to talk him out. And and Jim's like, no, I think you I think you definitely should. And uh-huh. he's really just Michael's you know, getting that giddy mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't, that he thinks that he's pulling one over on Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't, can't keep the se- can't keep the secret, of course, for like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. After after we yeah. learn that his favorite ocean is the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, because the Pacific is, according to Oprah, is full of garbage. Yeah. Oh, is that did, that was an extra? Cut. That's yeah. Okay. The Indian Ocean is full of pirates. <laughs> the Arctic Ocean is just the top of all the other oceans. <laughs> <laughs> but the Man, but the this Atlantic could a, this could have been a more supersized episode. I the swear. Atlantic is where the primordial amoebas crawled out of that started humanity. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's not even a yeah, deleted that's scene. That's the uh, that is the theory of human life by oh. Michael Scott. <laughs> um, and they advanced so far that they could create a creature like Ryan who could have a freaking neck. Or thing around his neck that looks like that. Oh, the hipster scarf. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Ryan and Dwight in this episode are great. Uh, Ryan trying to make Tolkien references all of a sudden yes. to win Dwight over. I and we guess. learned that he was a jock. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's. Uh, well, I, I know, know Dwight calls him a jock. Right. I yeah. feel like Dwight just doesn't know what the opposite of whatever the hell he is is. You know? Yeah, I think that's right. I'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, sure. But, oh, no, his. Um, so this is where the diabolical plan, I guess, culminates in this episode. Yes, and it, it and, into just nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well, but they it, were gonna it, they were gonna saw they were gonna saw Jim first because we've seen saw. <laughs> yeah, and we've all seesawed. Yes, yeah. which and seeing saw is not as fun <laughs> as, see, as, a as a seesaw. And the best part is, right. is we do get a Dwight and Moe's seesaw callback. I think it's in Garden Party. <laughs> yeah. Is that later, like yeah. yeah, there's a there's an actual photo. Where they're seesawing. That's what it is. It's a photo of them seesawing. But I can't remember. I can't. I couldn't tell you if it was before this or after this. Yeah. Uh, Garden party. No, no, no. Right. The, the the whatever episode where they sh- actually show. Oh. Yeah. Dwight's it, on the bl- on the on the bottom. And it could be the one of when he first talks about Moe's. Like could, like yes. se- a couple seasons ago. I think. I mean, it was a yes. I don't know. I think you might. I think you might be right. Uh, if you guys know and you uh, want to let us know, get, drop us an email please. at peoplefirstandpaperpodcast at gmail.com. That is a real email address. And I, don't, I don't get emails there, so please comment. Don't as well, <laughs> like, subscribe, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> I never get to say that. <laughs> yeah. We're not YouTube. No, we're not. Uh, I do like that uh, Joe's dogs love a good crotch so much that almost every scene of Andy for the rest of the episode has got a pair of dogs nuzzling them. <laughs> yeah. I, at one yeah. spot, there, at the copier, they are aggressively licking the front of his pants. <laughs> at that point, I like how he's just resigned yeah. to his, like, after having a day of the dogs in his crotch, he's just... Whatever. Yeah. Great reaction shot too with Aaron, who's just as excited as actually no, she's more excited than Andy is. Yeah, <laughs> very supportive but of he's, the crotch dogs. He's going with it. He's not yeah. that stupid. He's going yeah. with it. Like, he, yeah. 
Which is we see that we see that later with Robert California. Andy just wants to be liked. Yes, he just yeah, wants the boss to like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's his that's his uh, number one drug is acceptance. And it turns out, thank you, office ladies, again, they had to do. They had to do preliminary work to get those dogs to be able to. Do I was that. gonna. I was actually really? thinking. I'm like, I to, wonder what they yeah. had to do. Like it took days apparently of him and oh, Kathy Bates hanging out and with with the dogs and like putting the scent. Or they whatever had to they did. train the dogs to so go for Andy's crotch. Absolutely. Yeah. Like specifically. I figured they ha- probably yeah. had to do something. Like Can you that. imagine being an actor and you're like, <laughs> and, and they tell you, we're gonna spend the next couple of days teaching these dogs to just adore. Your crotch. It's a good thing. <laughs> I'd be a little scared. It's a good yeah. thing. It's a good thing that Ed Helms was such a big fan of the show before he got on because, yeah. like, at that point, you're a little more like, "All right, I'll I love the it. show. I'll do, it. <laughs> like, do what now?" <laughs> uh, a- Andy, of course, doing anything he can to be liked. Meanwhile, Dwight trying harder than ever to be his own man, uh, even refusing to stand as Joe comes in yes. and gaining her respect. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. That uh, on that man. That would, but you know, <laughs> when he did that, I was like, that is exactly something that someone like Joe would like. Yeah, it would. Yep. That would. you know, I'm treating you like a man, and I only stand for the president or Judge <laughs> Judy. Yep. <laughs> and it's just kind of like the per. It, it's it's classic Dwight. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a little absurd. It brings in weird, random references, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's a a weird kind of sound logic to the damn thing. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you know what? Fine. Just treating everyone equal and showing love and respect to the TV's top judge. Can't hate you. Right. Hey, Can't hate you it. You read the situation and went with it. <laughs> yeah, it exactly. Up, it wound up working. Sometimes he's good at that. Sometimes not. But, uh, but. Well, I, teaming up with Ryan is mm-hmm. not good at reading the situation, or <laughs> yeah. when trying to intimidate the IT guy. Oh God! Great turn from Nick in this episode. Nick, the IT guy's back. Yeah, and 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 Ryan clearly has very weak upper body strength. Uh, cannot even crush an empty can. Come on, clearly. Buddy. I don't know what I don't know what movie or whatever or TV show he's mocking when he's like, no. No, and then immediately trying to like crush the can with his hand. Yeah, like what Lifetime Network movie was? That? Yeah, just threatening you. Also, and then Dwight just gets an apple out of yeah. nowhere, <laughs> squeezes it. Yeah. yeah, I like how they choose like the two weakest items, like to hey. like threaten him with. Yeah. Oh, I love how Dwight uh, tries to make him to be the the badass. He's like, call the cop. The cops called us. <laughs> what world? Yeah. What world? An online predator. What no, we got bad call. movie is that for? Yeah. <laughs> like, he thinks he's a superhero. Let's remember Picture that. Picture this. Scranton PD, 2 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Sergeant Johnson gets the call. We've got a report of online molestation. Should we have the, the should we tell the commandant? No. There's a paper salesman we should call. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, they, he, hey. He's a weekend deputy. And he's got help yeah. with a temp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A man in a scarf. <laughs> Deal scarf. A guy like yeah. that has answers. <laughs> uh, Nick, of course, not budging no matter what. Um, mm, I, yeah. Also, I, Nick has now had two episodes in a row. Surely some of the viewers are like, wait a minute, wasn't he at the school fair? Oh, it's been brought up. Way before that, I bet. Right? Like, oh, yeah. I'm just so surprised that they just, like... I'm they... surprised how easily I went with it, honestly. The first time, like, I was like, okay. Because yeah. I remembered him from the that school. I remembered him from yeah. that episode with Pam. 
Oh, the the, the, the job, job fair? fair. Job fair, yeah. And I was who like, was he in, who was he in job fair? He's the one that He's talks a, to her about graphic design. At the very oh end. yeah. Oh. Wait, was it? A t- no, it, no, no. That's yeah. not the same guy. Oh, it is. No, it is. Oh, it is. Hundred percent is. Oh, it is. Trust us. Yeah. Oh wait, no. I'm thinking of the other guy that that was that. You mean the student? Yeah, that you kind of thought Pam was going to get with at the graphic no, design no, 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 school. No, 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 Because I do, not in New York. I do get, I do sometimes get those two actors kind of sure. mixed okay. up a well, little bit. Well, they both kind of have like that floppy hair, you know. Yeah. So Nick, of course, wears glasses. The other guy yeah. doesn't. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, there, there's definitely some similarities. I, I think it's more their name. I think they have, sim- the actors themselves have like. Oh, similar names. Yeah. Oh, or, okay. or maybe, oh, I don't know. It, it, there, there's some like commonality kind of between them that. Oh, that I I do I I get the other one's name confused with the other one. Okay. Yeah, Nelson Franklin is the guy that plays Nick. Okay. okay. Yeah. I don't know. And then the guy who plays Alex. I can't remember. I just know that he does get shit occasionally for yeah. that from fans on the there street. I kind of feel bad for the guy. That was played by Rich Summer. See, Rich mm. Rich Summer is who I always think Nick is. Oh, and Rich Summer, uh, his regular shot here, he's got glasses on too. Yeah, so, okay. so it looks like he's a, he's a glasses fellow. Well. Yeah, like I do. I always got. I, I think it's. I think it might be that they sound similar or something, sure. but I do. I always think Rich Summer is the guy who plays yeah, Nick. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. It is. Yeah, that's cool. Is but, that one of the only instances of a repeat? person in yeah uh, there there was no other continuity so. errors with uh i mean there's the carpet but we won't even get into that today right <laughs> but uh, i can't think of another one no i can't think of one either no i can't I, he was the only one and it yeah. I, it's still um <laughs> i'm glad they did i mean for the very fact that his very last scene is one of my favorites of all time yes. in the show his his drop the mic moment uh-huh. yeah <laughs> yep. it's Coming up, actually. Well, I mean, it's this season, so Gar or something. (laughs) Garth or Shadow. (laughs) 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 But he's not going to be intimidated, and good for him. Exactly. Uh, You know, those because because you know Jim's gonna Jim's gonna solve this uh, this whole thing and take himself. And well, actually, no, Michael's gonna solve this whole thing because there's a lot of things he just can't stand. Well, Michael Not gets being a, in his office anymore. He gets a reality check Ooh, about the sales experience. Yes, you know we're, we're not. It's not 1992 <laughs> anymore. That smug look on Dwight's face, uh-huh. and then kind of echoed by Phyllis and Stanley. Yeah, yeah. they're just oh. like, oh, ha ha ha. <laughs> okay. Know? Yeah. Okay. I do then. like that the sales team still has their oh. own like little thing. Yeah. You know, like they're yes. even when uh, even when he in finds there. out about Phyllis's foul-smelling side effect <laughs> even Dwight medication. even Dwight's like well I mean she sent an email Dwight is such a man of like you know taking the proper steps yes. you know, if you do principles, some, some principles and order and structure <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know she did what she's supposed to do yeah. something's gonna be a little stinky send an email warning us <laughs> you cool hey, you know? right <laughs> all right okay which I kind of love a little bit I do too out of Dwight here I do too yeah. I mean, <laughs> that he's very you know it's like well and then Andy with the with the uh, tissues in his nose is just the cr- straw that breaks the camel's because <laughs> he's anticipating a nosebleed. Yeah, what the hell? But I I also like the idea that Andy even before the nosebleed line, just the idea that he's cool with it. 
he can't really hang with it, so <laughs> he's just taking steps to deal. Yeah. You know? Well, he's got his own problems. Right? Yeah. This but no, it's falling even... apart. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why Michael wants to get the hell off the sales it's, it's floor. Like, yeah. He's never felt so much better. Like, yeah. now he's going to find a, he's gonna have to find a whole new place to mark his heights. Yep. <laughs> oh, he grew. He grew. Yeah. He, he grew. actually grew. <laughs> That's such a father-mother moment of those two. Just, <laughs> yeah. We're finally in the office. Yeah. He marked his heights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, he grew. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Oh, you know, but you know, Jim, you know, he he got the shovel. He dug his own grave. No, they provided the shovel. Shovel. He dug his own grave. Oh man, and the the beauty of that. Okay, so a couple of things. First off, the diabolical plot. It fizzles from the audience perspective. It's a, it's a nothing burger, it's if a, I yeah. use yeah. that word. <laughs> but I can see where they were building a storyline yeah. to kind of like have Dwight and Ryan team up, do stuff, but to kind of have it happen out of their control, but they claim control. Right. Yes. I right. see it in retrospect. They're it's imp- not strong. No. no. It's not. I, those two are such, like, they get along really. I've seen them off camera, and I think they were, I don't know if they were friends before, or how... They've probably been friends a long time now, but like they really get along. And it's funny because you think they're so opposite, but I could see that. And then um, I think it was almost just to get them in scenes together. Just Maybe. so they could have a different yeah. dynamic. Yeah. You know, let's see what we can do over here. Which, like the Tolkien scenes and, and talking about uh, Smeagol. Like, that's Smeagol, fun. that was fun. And Dwight's yeah. little, I might start a new diabolical <laughs> plan against him. That's what I'm favorite. <laughs> he needs a lair. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's got one. He calls it the farm. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're describing the saw thing. He's like... He's like, do we have like a, a warehouse or something? He's like, I have a, I have an old barn. Yeah. <laughs> It'll work just as good. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, you know, it, their their entire team up falling apart in the length of one elevator ride discussing where to go for drinks. I'm on team <laughs> yes. Dwight. The hipster and the farmer. Y'all, you know, I'm not on either team. You, you can, can we not just get a beer true, somewhere? True. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, oh, <laughs> office ladies, they actually tried. There, there is beat vodka. Oh, yeah? They tried it? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I wasn't I wasn't surprised either. But, yeah, it, it, it didn't sound like it went over, went, went over too well, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. which I could see. Oh, yeah. did they try it? They actually tried like a, a sip Ugh. and i would uh, try it i don't i don't really i'd put someone's tie in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> another we oh don't... god when he's back like it would finally jim you know he's had so much pent up that he couldn't do because he's a manager now just that just that self-satisfied while dwight's thinking that he got the better he's of like jim monologuing he's... yeah he just <laughs> boop just plop i never realized it never really hit me how hard how like oh he couldn't do those kind of things when he was manager. Yeah, and it's been it's been building. And like that's what the, the supercut. Uh, it's got the scene of him yeah. building the Jello mold, and then he's right. talking to Toby, and he says, yeah. "I couldn't do that." Well, while. so uh, the post post credit scene <laughs> is Jim at the office, and he's got like the big like big punch bowl of Jello, and he's got Dwight's phone. Oh, okay. Like the office, yeah, and he puts it in there, and you just see him carry it. And carefully set it in to the refrigerator, and he walks away, and then it cuts to he's talking to Toby, and she was like, you know, I just felt like I, you know, couldn't do that as a manager, yeah. and, and uh, he goes, and Toby's like, well, really, you you can't do that now, and Jim just goes, 
yeah, but I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's great, though, is that's a great scene. But then we still get the one of the putting the tie in the coffee, yes. which are kind of like two different versions of the same idea. It's, yeah, I think that's why it got cut. Probably. Yeah. And they went with the shorter one. You know, True. it's, it's, it's we're, we're seeing great examples of just editors having to make a choice. Mm. Yeah. And and. Only so many. They they don't go overboard with it. Yeah. And I can appreciate yeah. that. As much as I want to see both of them now. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of why we're 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 really blessed in the way that the office is being distributed to the public. You know, and, and of course that's fueled by the fact that it's one of the most popular TV shows of all time. But yes. you have all of us who got to watch the first run and we got to see stuff like the tie in the coffee. And that being such a concise way to say, Yep, Jim's back. Yep. You know? But now with the supercut episodes and getting the access to the deleted scenes on DVDs and whatnot, we get a chance to see other versions of this alternate takes, extended takes. Mm-hmm. And we're just office fans have it better than the fans of nearly any other TV show. We're yeah. very lucky. So lucky. Yeah. I've never seen another show with so many. I mean, I guess I haven't seen so many outtakes on a lot of other shows, but this that, that strong of. Yeah, all that content. Well, I mean, it's an important. I mean, it's an important show. Yeah, like you you cannot understate how important to the American sitcom The Office is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's up there with you know Frasier and Seinfeld, and then you know Frasier, Seinfeld, All in the Family, Sanford and Sons, and that's the other thing too. Cheers. 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 You were talking about shows from the nineties, eighties, seventies, beyond. This show came out in two thousand what four three. Five. 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 It was, this is a point where you could have told me by the year 2000 that we'd hit all the major sitcom influences that we're ever going to have. The world has been shaped. But boom, New Millennium, this show comes along and changes so much. I could never have thought something could equal Seinfeld I mean, surpass it. Exactly. You you couldn't get, like, and, and really, arguably, the last most important sitcom that we have with Modern Family. Yeah. You know, Modern sure. Family couldn't have existed without The Office. Absolutely. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you get the... Uh, and, and to agree, it's kind of like the same thing with uh, Parks to a lesser degree. Yeah. Even though uh, I, I don't think Parks gets as much love as it really should. Oh, I, I it think should. It, it's a great I show. I think it should be up there yeah. in more of the conversation of one of the greatest sitcoms of, of all time as well. But, I mean... With Modern Family, we had been, at this point with The Office, so conditioned to watching something in a documentary style that, I mean, even though Modern Family is shot like a documentary because they have talking heads, there is no overarching conceit that they're actually in a documentary. No, no. It's it's like just getting asides from the characters. It's... Yeah. The mockumentary format going beyond the mockumentary concept. Exactly. And you couldn't have had that without The exactly. Office. Exactly. And you know what? I just realized The Office is the payoff of all the real world shit we had to watch when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and then mock. And then I never was one for survivors. I was just from the moment I saw it, I was like, no, not yeah. me. Yeah. And, but it was annoying about how popular that got. And then it became more of a thing mainstream wise because mm-hmm. MTV still wasn't really the most mainstream thing back then when they did that. Yeah, when they did Real World. Right. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So like, I, I it was just the comeuppance that we all deserved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they've, I, I've heard, I heard somebody say this, because, I mean, yeah, with the rise of reality TV, you know, it's cheaper mm-hmm. to produce. Right. You're still 
there still is now a different breed of reality star actor right. that you know can can make a living off these supposed real mm-hmm. shows and everything. Yeah, there's but, people that jump from show to show. Yeah, but mm. they. Uh, I remember like reading something that the only real, real reality TV that we ever got. Yeah. Was the first season of the Real World. Yeah. That was the first because yeah. after that they figured out what re- the formula was. See, yeah. I remember and Heather they, saying that too. Like when they, it was the transition show between the first and the, it was like their reunion show. Yeah. And she's like, I feel like it's the most real it's ever going to be. And I was like, Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because now people have seen it. They know it's not the same going in. Yeah. Like everybody yeah. from who saw that some and of later got on one yeah. knows what to expect, what to do. They have a sense of how they want to go in on it. And yeah. They, and then they became tropes. Yeah. Know? They, yeah, and that's it. You like, become the, a parody of yourself. Yeah, you after know, after they saw how crazy. the first group interacted with each other, are like, okay, we got to get this obnoxious guy. We mm. probably got to get like mm. a homespun, like yeah. a homespun Christian yeah. who you know is yeah. you know offended by the big city lifestyle or whatever. Yeah, you know, exactly. clashing with a surfer dude from California or yep. or whatever. But right. yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. It is the it is sort of the payoff to. Yeah having all of that reality TV. And, yeah. and I should thank you, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. And oh, yeah. England. Yeah. <laughs> for, yes. Because they, they, they took what was horrible to me <laughs> and made it. Yeah. And that, well, they, they have the same thing well, over they, there, But that's too. the thing. But yeah. they, they did have a different version. And I've, I've heard about this when they talk or the, in the documentaries about it. But they had shows like about people doing things, like doing innocuous things uh-huh. that were like working in a job. Yeah. Well, that, they, they, they could never make it here. They, no. Well, they had movie series like Seven Up, where right. they, they had directors yes. actually chronicle exactly. the lives exactly. of various people. Right. And the idea was to really see the mundane, the average, right. and mm-hmm. to, to not sensationalize. Yeah. You know? And that doesn't, pl- and um, in theory, and in yeah. America, in America, I, I mean, I think, you know, more so in England now they they do like more sensational sure, things yeah. oh, but yeah, i mean yeah. that's really sensationalism is, is an american like yeah those yeah. that chronicling a day in the life of like you know a, a <coughs> office worker that's never going to fly here you know yeah. america's going to america's going to need that they like, need yeah uh, it's going to need not stakes. for mass commercialization exactly unless sure. i'm sure there's documentary projects right. yeah. but, but those it's are just not harder yeah. for that shit to yeah. like catch on i mean even thing. i mean even stuff doing what 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 is the one most popular reality show showing people do a job deadliest catch yep yeah. you know and that's because it's the element it's of danger dangerous and job. even then right. and even then they make shit up of course right. yeah. you know cuz they're still looking for drama yeah and not every day on the job is drama right but and it's also why you know i was just talking with uh you know a friend of the show michael zampino the other day and Mm -hmm. we were talking about how he tends to recommend uh season two episode one to new office viewers the dundies because it's such a it's it's really finding the american tone of the show Mm -hmm. yes but Mm -hmm. also that's when the show's starting to get sensationalized yeah when they're starting to add Color to the characters that are beyond what the original British show had. Right. Oh, because that whole first season of the American Office is washed out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And there was there was there was um there was resistance to that inside the show. I've heard about. Well, I know Greg Daniels thought. I I remember hearing a commentary track from him. He goes, "Well, we thought it'd be you know a funny, clever idea to basically recreate the." 
shot for shot of the first episode of the mm-hmm. British office. And you go, yeah, what a great fucking idea that was. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> he said people did not like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were so scared that they were going to just ruin the English show or like right. be yeah. sacrilegious, you know, just. They kind of needed to do it. To show that an American cast could do that kind of humor. Yes. Yeah. And yes. to kind of get the blessing so that, that they could yes. then go make it their own. Yeah, and, I don't see a problem with them having redone the, you know, the pilot episode being pretty right. much yeah. a verbatim yeah. thing yeah. Of, of the British I like version. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what really, the, the kismet, the difference of this show is four-year-old version. Yes. Because that was just... That's all timing. Yeah. That helped ensure the show's future. Yep. Right. But, I mean, it really added something to the show that yeah. they knew would work. Yeah. yeah. And it really... Or they had a good idea it would work. It showed why Steve Carell could take this show in a direction that was as equally powerful and wonderful, mm-hmm. but so very different from uh, Ricky Gervais. Yes. You know, th- right. they're just radically different shows, which is why mm-hmm. they're both so great and why you can be fans of one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're... Exactly. I mean, because the... The the British one, it tells a great concise story. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. it really does. Yeah. For for as I mean, you've only got was two tw- seasons in a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got twelve episodes, yep. and of course, because they over there. Well, you know, I wish that's something that we would do over here in American Christmas television. specials. Christmas specials. <laughs> yeah. like, everything gets a Christmas special. Oh yeah. Over there, I mean, I know. Granted, usually around this time of year, the sitcom will have like an episode taking place yeah. Yeah. on Christmas, but it, to be like a special event. TV would... shows tend to still follow the structure. Like in America, the Christmas episode is like episode ten of the season. Yes. Oh, I've no. You know, I, having worked where I work, yeah, and I deal with a lot of the syndicated TV shows that come in, and and you notice patterns like mm-hmm. episode. Anywhere from like four to seven is probably going to be the Halloween episode. Yep. Nine, mm-hmm. ten, or eleven is going to be the Christmas episode. And it's because the, the season typically starts in August, September. Yeah, you know? and then you know, sometime you know around uh, episode, you know, thirteen, four, you're probably going to have a Valentine's Day mm-hmm. episode. Yep. Yeah, something like that. Any uh, more things know, to talk about on I this love, episode? I love season two. Um, yeah. No, just just. Fun episode, and oh, I did want to say it does. As far as like how this will morph the or uh, how this will develop in the story, I like the idea that we kind of have a relief now that Jim's back in sales, Michael's back in the manager. But that's gonna be, but and and we hear about the um, no caps on uh, sales or uh, a commission. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that, my friends, is gonna play into event other episodes, and it's not gonna be so fun for certain people. Exactly. Yeah, it's setting things up for the future, and really. And, you know, adding this new foil for Michael in the form of Joe Bennett, which is going to offer some unique challenges for him mm-hmm. and keep him from riding those dogs, which look like they want to be ridden, far as I can tell. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. minimize that knucklehead talk, Mike. <laughs> That's knucklehead talk. <laughs> Can't serve me gravy and tell me it's jelly because gravy ain't sweet. She might take you on a plane and scare the shit out of you. I don't She'll know do that. We're find out. <laughs> and, and looking ahead, that's a great moment. And I'm kind of glad that the Joe Bennett arc kind of wraps with that. Yeah. Because we do get to see her as a more well-rounded character there. And True. I dig that. So, but it's going to be an important character. Yeah. Especially concerning one Holly Flex. So. Uh-huh. Yep, 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 yep. We'll see what happens. We are moving pieces into place, uh, as we are now. Of course, we're only about a year away from the end of Michael's tenure on The Office. <sighs> so we know that the writers are starting to kind of set things up for what's going to be some big shifts. So. I know. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, did they know at this point that he was making the next season his last one? I don't yet? know. I don't think so. I knew the end was. I think they knew the end was I coming. I don't know that the heart out had been set yet. Yeah. I think before season seven, definitely. Yeah. I so think like it was it's announced with, during the break. It's within the yeah. However long mm-hmm. that would have been after the season after the season ended. And you know you can have all the you can have all the conversations about you know how the show went after that and. You know, again, going going back to British TV real mm-hmm. quick, I, that's actually kind of one thing I like about how they do this six episodes a season. Yeah, yeah. Do they still do that? Is that yeah, that's it's... generally yeah. generally Oftentimes, about. I, yeah. I think Doctor Who bucks that trend a little yeah. bit, but uh-huh. but Doctor Who also like they'll have a year where it's just three episodes over Christmas time. Yeah, you know, like, wow. like but the episodes right will be like feature length. Yep. You yeah. know, so how many episodes for like an episode like for Doctor Who season? Uh, it varies. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Is some are full okay. season, some are just four movies. Yeah. Right wow. now, they haven't had it in a year, and right now we've got three specials this month. Right. Yeah. You know, they they kind of so go more the route like how we do our prestige cable mm. TV, where it's yes. like 13, yeah. 14 episodes right. a yeah. season or something or like 10. that. Which, which yeah. I think, honestly, I don't know. I like that better. I mean, I know network tv got to keep churning out content for the content machine right you know but i i honestly think 22 episodes of something it it does does it does but hey great episode and we still got plenty of office for this season to go meanwhile on the site we're relaunching uh episodes seasons one and two and three these next couple weeks so keep an Mm -hmm. eye out for all of those although you won't hear all of this until much later so yeah (laughs) i believe my my first my first appearance I think uh, it was dropped not it was. too long ago. It was. Yeah. I yep. did. See, I did notice that. Yeah. What? Gotcha. Uh, what? Episode so you was can that? all see how I have not improved at all. <laughs> oh, lies, lies, <laughs> lies! You've regressed. Uh, I believe it was Office Olympics. Was your first yes. one. I told him yeah. I didn't have to. <laughs> and uh, we will continue releasing. Uh, and by the time you hear this episode, you'll actually have access to all of seasons one, two, three, four, five, and six. So Yay! Listen and Josh, thanks for coming back on. Absolutely, we'll have you back on real soon. Yeah, please do. All right, Brian, gonna be here next episode. I'm gonna be. All right, I probably will too. Want to thank all of you for listening to the People First and Paper podcast, where we've got a baby coming, so we're gonna get ready for that. Bye. The People Persons Paper podcast is an OLA Ministries production. The People Persons Paper podcast is produced by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Engineering by Hilton Price. OLA Ministries is owned and operated by OLA Ministries LLC. Contact Hilton Price and Michael Zampino for more information. Joe and the changes. But no one's even, you know, no one's even getting carried out of work in someone's arms, you know? Should they? Wait. Well, because that... Well, because the name I'm thinking is a play on an officer and and a a gentleman. gentleman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That is... Officer and a gentleman is the one where... Yes. He, she goes into the yeah, yeah, yeah. factory yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Richard yeah she There's shows up and he carries her out again. Yeah. Belong. Yes. Yeah. I've never actually seen that, you know. I've, I haven't I, either. I just know that.